Welcome to the Out Topic Podcast. I'm Koba the Gorilla, and I'm here by myself in this beautiful night. This is a nighttime episode. This is how the cards played this week, unfortunately. Nevertheless, this is episode 116, and I'm happy to do it with you guys. This is my second solo episode, so I like to think I'm a little more comfortable with it now. So anyway, got a lot of stuff to talk about, guys. WrestleMania season is around the corner. Super Bowl is around the corner as well. A lot of stuff we've been up to. We just finished doing Hugo Smokes. That's our homie. Uh, He has a really cool cigar page. I did not know how big the cigar community was until I hopped on his live with HT. It was some good fun, man. Um, I think I, I enjoy cigars the most when I'm with friends, and it was definitely... A cool day. I had just met Hugo that day. And he was really cool with me. He invited me. He had uh, drinks and cigars for me. So definitely made a new friend. And it was really cool, man. Um, I'm not a big cigar guy. Not that I don't enjoy him. For those who know me, know I do enjoy the occasional cigarette. You know, American spirits are my thing. But it was really cool, man. It was kind of interesting to just be quiet and let two people talk because I always talk and I can never shut the fuck up. But sometimes, thankfully, I do know when I'm like, okay, I'm not the expert here. Like, let me just learn and listen and obviously put my two cents in when I'm spoken to or when it makes sense for me to speak. It was really cool, man. I really enjoyed it. Um, Some things about cigars that I wish wasn't a thing for me that I cared about is how long it takes to smoke a cigar. Because I'm not going to lie, that day I was a little tired. It wasn't my personal best work. I had gotten up at 5 a.m. I went to work. I was off at 2.45. Henry came over like at 3.30 and we recorded off-topic podcast. And then we chilled because the Hugo Smokes thing was like at 6 anyway. And then he was like, oh, it's going to start at 6.30, the live, right? Which, it's cool. He has his own schedule. So then 6.30, we started, and we lit our cigars as soon as it started. And then, like, an hour and a half later, we're still recording. And I was like, oh, dang. Like, and my cigar is still lit. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, this takes a long time. And I was really tired that day. The reason I didn't want to, like, drink an energy drink was because I had worked the next day as well. And I didn't want to be all wired when I had to go to sleep. So if you guys actually see that live, it's actually funny. Uh, Hugo and H show their burn, how their cigar burn is going. And they have some beautiful burns, especially H. It looked like perfect line of ash. And then Hugo had a pretty good one too. And my burn was all sideways. Like the half of my cigar was split down the middle with ash. And the other one wasn't even lit. It was pretty bad. Um his listeners were really cool or viewers, whatever you might want to call them. They were really cool. Uh, some of them that stood out, Peter and stuff like that. They were being really nice and really welcoming. I honestly thought they were going to talk mad shit about us because we don't know about cigars like Hugo does. So I'm surprised there's not a lot of gatekeeping in that community because sometimes with podcasts and I'm guilty of it where I'll see someone like that. I don't think they're fit to be like content creators. Or I personally know they're not that interesting. And I'm like, man, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, this is my, this is our fucking shit, you know? But that's not the way to see it because 
you never know, man. There's a lot of support in different communities, and I definitely saw it that day. So go ahead and follow him. His name is Hugo Smokes on Instagram. Even if you're not a cigar guy, follow him because he's a nice guy, and he was really nice to us, and he's a friend of ours for sure. Um, you know what kind of cigars I do? I do enjoy cigarrillos because they're just more like cigarettes, and I can do them, and they're thinner, and I know they might not look as mafia and like not look as cool and stuff, but... I can enjoy those. Like, my sister brought me some from Hawaii. They were like chocolate flavor ones, and those are good. I really enjoyed them. But even then, I think I gave them to Henry after I I took like three for myself, and I gave him the rest. So maybe it's just not for me. That's how I feel with liquor as well. I'm not like a big. I can fucking suck them down. You know, I can drink beer like. There's no, like, it's nobody's business. But once we're like, oh, this is Blue Label. Oh, this is Blanton's. Or even Blanton's, man. Henry's going to hate this. Like, I order Blanton's when we go out to, like, a nice place as, like, a treat for him. I'm like, oh, thank you for, you know, like, it's a fun day. Here, I'll order you a glass of Blanton's and I'll order myself one. And he's always, like, so excited when I get him Blanton's. To me, it just tastes like whiskey. Like, I don't know. Like. No shit, right? It obviously doesn't taste like fucking Jack Daniels, right? But it also doesn't taste that much better for me to like, wow, like, I think I enjoy gifting Blanton's more than I do drinking it. And I think that's definitely like a liquor thing is I enjoy more giving the gift of liquor than really drinking liquor. Like... I just can't do whiskey. I can't do like a Jack and Coke. I can't do like whiskey and Coke. I can't. I can do it, but I don't really enjoy it. And I feel like going back to the cigar thing, it's more of a social thing where like, oh, I enjoy it because I'm with friends and we're all doing it and we're all having a great time. Then I'm like, I really enjoy it. And I am. I have those moments where I'm like, wow, this is awesome. And this is precious. And I want to hold on to this moment. But it's not because of the whiskey itself or, or the cigar itself. Um, I remember first smoking a cigar, I think it was with H and it was more like a, oh, this is cool. You know, like let's post it, you know, like this is sick, but not really a big cigar guy, you know, but it was really fun doing that show. I want to do more stuff, man. Uh, tag people, comment on people. Hey, you guys should have the off top DM them a clip of ours. Hey, hey, these, these guys are good. You guys should collab with them. Big or small, you know, um, let's let's run it like let's do it. Let's all collab this this year. You know, um, we used to be really like confused about how we should go about collabs. Um, I think even right now there's a lot of like, oh, I don't want to bother people. And it's kind of true because at the end of the day, I also do believe if you like my shit, you know who I am. You can hit me up. I am a true believer in that. I feel like we've done enough to where all right do you want to fuck with us or not hit my lineup if you do if not then whatever it's okay and and that's okay but i also see the other side of like well put yourself out there you know if you all if you never ask the answer will always be no which i do believe that is true also um because there's a lot of pride in like asking people for stuff and i suffer sometimes with too much pride where I do think it is kind of hard to ask for help even or like 
for a collab or even ask for help in everyday life. You know, like when you're going through some issues, um, it is a little, I do feel a little corny to ask for help. Or sometimes I'm like, uh, like I'll get over it, blah, blah, blah. And that kind of reflects onto the whole collab thing. <clears throat> but yeah, guys, uh, let other people know if you want us to be a part of their show. It doesn't even have to be a podcast. Like the Hugo smokes thing is not really a podcast. It's a live that he does every week and he reviews cigars and he gets on the chat with his buddies and, and yeah, it's not a podcast. It's, but it's something. If you have a gaming channel, you want us to be on anything like that, please let me know. This is the year of getting out of our comfort zone because for a long time, and I'm not going to lie. A lot of it was H as well. Um, where I kind of disagreed. People always ask me what we disagree on. I feel like a and correct me if I'm wrong, H, but I feel like a lot of him was, man, I don't want to be on this shit. Like it's not now nah, like, I don't want to be associated with this type of people or blah, blah, blah. Or like, oh, they're not good, <laughs> you know, and not that I don't have those thoughts, but I feel like he was pretty much the one doing that where he had that pride too, right? That pride we talked about earlier and and now it's like. Nah, dude, like, let's be on, you know, like, we run the Vivek on Wells podcast, like, that was big for us, you know, or even doing this Hugo Smokes thing, like, it was cool, like, just seeing my face on someone else's video, I thought, I was like, oh, that's me, you know, that's pretty cool, so, um, I was a little disappointed, though, a couple weeks ago, we did set up, um, uh, a podcast date with this other podcast, um, and it's not like we hate them now or anything, but we had a set date. And then fucking three days later pass. And then the dude's like, oh, honestly, I'm getting over a cold. Like, dude, you have a cold. Like, tell me this three days ago when you have a cold. Don't tell me when you're getting over the cold. And I was ready, man. We were ready to do the drive to Lancaster. Like, we were excited. We were like, oh, it's going to be fun. Blah, blah, blah. And then we kind of get shit on a little bit with that. And I'm like, okay. And I have moments sometimes where I guess it's not good where sometimes I'm like, ha I knew it. I knew this wouldn't work out. Right. Like we did with that podcast. But then after a while, I was like, man, like, you know, I shouldn't be happy about that. Um, maybe maybe he was sick. You know, I mean, it's a fucking cold. You know, you're not fighting a war. You're sitting down and talking, you know, but I guess everyone's different, man. And I can't be mad at people for being different than me. You know, um, cause I've been a little sick too lately. I've been, I've been really sick. I'm barely getting a little better. And then I had my, I had a checkup. I haven't had insurance for years and I get a doctor's checkup now that I have insurance and I go and then the doctor's like, Oh, you're all delayed on these vaccinations. Not COVID ones. All right. So trip out, cons- relax conservatives. Um, but it was like a tetanus one and a few other ones. And I was like, fuck it. Give me all of them. So I got like two vaccines at the same time and now I'm fucked. My body is sore. I'm exhausted. I do not feel good right now, to be honest with you. I feel like you could hear it in my voice too. I just got off of work too. So it's been busy, man. You know, it hasn't been the best time lately. Um, And I do miss my buddy because it is a dark and cold day in my room. And I do miss them a lot, but it's okay. You know, we're, we get caught up with everyday life. But yeah, anyway, so that kind of 
discouraged me because I was like, okay, we put ourselves out there and we asked this podcast and then we had it set up and then we didn't do it. And then I was like, ah, see, this is what happens when you trust people that aren't you. This is what happens when you put your faith in somebody else. You could only count on yourself, you know, like I start to think that and then which is not right because that's not true and shit does happen. But so we'll see if they ever do reschedule, you know, that's what I'm thinking. All right, guys, I got a little bit of fan questions, fan, fan questions. What part of politics do you really hate? (laughs) This is what I hate about politics. I truly do believe it is important to get involved. But also, hey, hey. Don't complain about taxes if you make $48,000 a year. Okay? Don't talk about how expensive it is to live in California when you live with your mom still. (laughs) You know? What property taxes are you paying that makes you that upset about it? You own nothing, you know? And I have, like, people I follow on Instagram because we went to school together and they're pretty cool, I guess. And they'll be posting, like, we're going to revolutionize. Like, you're not going to do shit, dude. You wake up at 1 p.m., you know? Like, what the fuck? You're not an organized motherfucker. You're not going to start a militia, you know? You can't even make it to McDonald's breakfast on time, let alone storm the fucking Capitol again. Jesus fucking Christ. That's what I... <laughs> that's what I think about politics is let's get all our ducks in a row and let's talk about the things we can control and the things we do have power on and let's work on that let's work on ourselves first you know before we try to work on everybody else because yeah dude i find that so funny like oh my god gas is expensive hey man you don't drive anywhere you know like relax dude like it's not a big deal buddy but i don't know man that shit really does make me laugh when people bitch about fucking politics and it's something that doesn't even affect them you know but whatever man i guess you know and i hate this computer because it always fucking pops up the fucking thing to update it when I don't want to fucking update it. I don't want to do that right now. I'm clearly recording something right now, you know, but never the fucking less. It's still doing it. And anyway, that's what I think about politics, guys. Let's focus on ourselves before we fucking trip, you know, and honestly, lately, I feel like politics has been like a circus. Like, I don't think the world ever recovered from Trump running for presidency in the sense that not that his presidency was bad or good. I'm not saying either or listen, but the fact that it became kind of like pro wrestling, it became WWE shit. I see a lot of politicians trying to replicate that. And I feel like it'll never go back to the original way that politics was for better or worse. I don't know. You tell me if it's good or bad, but I don't know, like, that's how I feel about politics, where now it's like, 
how can I out headline someone? How can I make more noise than this other guy instead of like, okay, let's talk about shit like adults. Like, I feel like now it's like, oh, your wife's fucking ugly. Ha ha. Like, oh, like you're a fucking racist, you know? And I feel like that, that was done by Trump. I remember being a 16 year old shocked that Trump was running for president. I remember saying he will never win. And he did. And that blew my mind. And and what I'm saying is, I don't think we ever recovered from that. I don't think we've had a politician since Barack Obama. And when I say politician, I mean someone who's good at being a politician. I'm not saying good at being a president or a good person or someone we should follow. I'm not saying that. I'm saying Barack Obama was the last real politician where you could put anywhere, where you can put him on a stage and he'll fucking say sweet shit. Like, I feel like he was the last of that kind. And now we have, like, weird little characters. Like, I, I, we have weird little characters. And I think it's turned off so many people from politics. And I think the more, the less we give a shit about politics, the better. Because then that means we work on ourselves, you know? So that that's my thoughts on politics, guys. Oh, this is a good question. What is one thing you can't live without that didn't exist 20 years ago? Okay, uh, definitely a smartphone. Um, I cannot go back to a flip phone. I really can't, guys. Uh, I love I love my smartphone. I love being able to post stuff for the podcast. I love uh, Twitter. I've been into Twitter lately, man. Twitter's been fucking sick. I refuse to call it X because it's not a fucking letter of the alphabet. Um, I can't live without my smartphone. I really can't. Uh, I love the pictures. You know, like you don't have to have a fucking camera. I don't have to tell you all the features to a fucking smartphone. But I really do enjoy having a smartphone that definitely did not exist 20 years ago. Um... What's another thing that didn't exist 20 years ago? Uh, I would have to say a PlayStation 5 or a modern consoles. Like, I would say PS4 to PS5. That really changed the game because now there's a bunch of crossplay and you get to play a lot of classic games and you get to watch like Netflix and stuff like that. I guess that started with PS3 and Xbox 360. But nevertheless, those consoles, like old consoles, they were great. But I definitely enjoy the newer consoles more because they're just better, you know, technologically. It's a freaking fact. Um, Lately, I've been kind of pissed at PlayStation. So I'm on the PlayStation store and I just finished God of War 2018, which I hated on for a long time. Uh, this is going to be for my video game heads, by the way. So if you like that, you will enjoy this. If you do not, then fucking listen to me talk anyway, huh? And I really enjoyed it. And I talked a lot of shit about that game when it first came out. I was not into the whole father-son thing. I was really like, oh, why are they trying to make this The Last of Us? Which I love The Last of Us, but let The Last of Us beat The Last of Us, right? God of War, to me, was Kratos on a fucking vengeance-fueled rage, killing all the gods mercilessly, and cool executions, and button-mashing, right? They do say, oh, the combat is more intricate in the new Gods of War. But I like that, man. I like feeling freaking powerful in God of War 3. 
I loved like you would kill enemies that were a hundred times the size of you. I felt that power as Kratos in the original God of War trilogy. So I finally played God of War 2018 and I played it and it took me a while to get into and it did. And then at first I was like, oh, this axe is so slow. What the heck? I actually enjoyed the kid. I think Atreus is a cool little sidekick. I don't think anything beats Ellie in the original Last of Us in 2013. But Atreus was a cool little sidekick. And I'm playing the game. And after a while, I notice myself when I'm getting home from work, the first thing I do is play the game. And that's when I know I'm really into something. I'm like, oh, crap. This is a really cool game. And then, you know, you get the Blades of Chaos back. And I'm like, awesome. This is cool. So I passed the game, right? I beat it. And then I'm like, you know what? I want to play the classic God of War games. Go to the PlayStation Store. Ah, fuck. They don't have the classic God of War games. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. Esteban, they do if you have PlayStation Plus. That's bullshit. I'm not saying give it to me for free, but it's bullshit, PlayStation, that I can't play classic games on PS5s or PS4s. Why can't I play the Resistance Trilogy? Why is it not on the PlayStation Store? Why can't you port that? Why can't I play God of War 1 and 2 without having PlayStation Plus? That's freaking ridiculous, man. I can play the very first Halo on Xbox Game Pass. I can buy the first Halo on Xbox Series S and X. Why don't I have those options with classic PlayStation games on PlayStation? Because I know you guys can port them. It's so freaking lazy man and it was so disappointed that playstation did that you know like come on man put the god of war trilogy let me pay 20 bucks for each one or whatever the fuck you want to price it let me play the resistance games let me play max pain 3 you know but i can't it's fucking ridiculous so i will say xbox has playstation beat in that I can play Gears of War 1 and Halo 1, which came out in like early 2000s on my new Xbox. But I can't play a PS3 game on my PS5? Come on, dude. That's freaking ridiculous. I know that's not like a serious issue in the world, but it is a little concerning. You know, lately they're just charging us for everything. Or not even giving us the option, you know? I'm not a big fan of that. I'm reading the questions, by the way. I'm not lost for words. What store is your comfort store where you guys like shopping? You know what I would say about that? I really enjoy Target. I really enjoy Target. I think Target is a really cool store. And it has everything, right? Like, I can buy video games at Target. I can buy dog. I I notice I mostly go for dog food and deodorant for Target. Gotta take a little sip because my throat is a little dry because I'm sick. It's getting a little harder to talk, guys. But nevertheless, we're here. Hold on, let me take a quick little break. I'm sorry, I can't do this right now. Anyway, Target, guys. Target is my favorite. I go a lot for dog food and deodorant and stuff like that. I don't enjoy Walmart. It's a little too chaotic for me. Um, Not even that I'm too fancy for Walmart or anything like that. 
It's just that <laughs> it's Walmart, you know? Like, I feel like in Walmart, you run into the worst people you ever knew. Like, I'll pay the extra to go to Target, you know? Not a fan of Walmart. Speaking of stores, I have a really cool fan question as well. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. This is for my my gente, this is for my Chicano gente, you know? My Latinos, you know, mi gente, mi cultura. Just kidding. Um, did your parents ever shop at Curacao? If so, you think you should be embarrassed for shopping at Curacao, Theardens, etc., etc. All right, buddy. Um, being older, I don't think you should be ashamed of where you get your shit. I know I just kind of shit on Walmart right now, but in reality, man, feed your family. You know, take care of your shit. Um, as far as Curacao goes, yes, my parents did shop at Curacao. Fun fact, actually, that's when I first opened my line of credit at Curacao. I remember I bought some Ray-Bans. Um, they were the first ones to give me credit. I think I was like 18. And, um, yeah, man, I'm not going to shit on it. it. Fucking. Do I shop there now? No, because maybe the interest rates aren't good, you know? I can just kind of just buy most of the things I want. So. Don't really go to Curacao anymore. But yeah, my parents did go. Did they go religiously? No. But Deardens too. I remember Deardens. Uh, my mom used to go to Deardens. Um, people got to understand for like my non-Hispanic people. Especially like when your parents are not of this world, if you know what I mean. Or were not of this world. This is not admissible in court. Uh you, it's hard to get shit um you know it's hard to find shit and it's hard to find places that will give you shit or loan you shit or finance stuff for you right so sometimes you gotta go to those friendly places you know i remember thinking curacao was fun i was like what the fuck they got everything you know i remember the first time i went to curacao i went with um one of my brother's uh, my friend Ezekiel at the time, and then my friend Joseph at the time, and we went, and it was pretty cool. I remember looking at watches, sunglasses. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's funny, man. I I miss being a kid sometimes, you know. Um, but yeah, I remember that. I remember we went at Hooters too. After that, I don't remember enjoying Hooters that much. Maybe I wasn't that much into girls back then in the sense that, like, now I would notice a girl more, you know? Like, how voluptuous they are or whatever. But, yeah, anyway. Ugh. I don't think there's anything wrong with shopping at those places. I think as long as you're making your payments and you're an adult about it, hey, man. It is, it's not like they sell fake shit there, you know? Like, the Ray-Bans there are just as real as fucking Nordstrom Ray-Bans, you know? It just so happens that they also sell them, too, you know? Because Ray-Ban would not let. Luxottica, the company that owns Ray-Bans, will not let people sell fake glasses. So it's all real. It's not like it's shitty or fake. I remember my mom bought me a PS4 from La Curacao. It was a white PS4, and they had a cool bundle. I remember thinking, oh, they have cool bundles here. But it probably ended up costing her three times the price, my poor mother. You know, sometimes as kids... I had the feeling a lot when I was a kid that my parents just didn't want me to have shit. 
And I always thought it was because it was just them being mean or them wanting to deprive me of something, right? And now I know, dude, like things were probably not good. And I'm over here like, oh, give me a PS4. (laughs) So that's funny, man. God bless them. I really do think about that too. Or I saw a funny meme where it's like my mom pulling into McDonald's. Me not knowing our economic situation is really bad. And it was like a Breaking Bad meme. Um, So, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we used to shop at mostly Curacao or Dearden's. But we always had a Costco membership. So that was kind of cool. We also got to shop with the whites a little bit, you know. And uh, I feel like that trained me. That made me a dangerous man. I'm a hybrid, you know. I know how to be around the people in La Curacao, but I also know how to how to maneuver those those Costco lines, man. They're pretty fast and they're busy. The free samples, man. For some reason, the free samples always make me think of my dad. You know, like I was always a little. Um, I think I'm my dad more than any of my siblings. And the reason the free samples make me think of that is because I remember like. My dad, like, oh, come on, let's go get free samples. And then all my other family kind of like, ah, oh, hey, lower your voice. And I'll be like, yeah, let's go get free samples, you know? I feel like I'm the most my dad out of all of us. Like, I, I don't have, I never had that shame or that embarrassment, you know? As I got older, I developed it because obviously the world changes you. Um,. But yeah, I remember I remember those times noticing, ooh, I'm a little bit like my dad, you know? Um and I could get a little grumpy like my dad. Like the other day, um Actually, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you guys this story. So I got tattooed, right? Um I I wanted to originally get something bigger, but then I was like, you know what? I was like, I'll treat myself with a bigger tattoo with this other artist that I've been wanting to go. But I was like, it's time for my Mitch Lucker tribute tattoo. And I got live life hard tattooed on me. It's a famous line from Mitch Lucker, who was a heavy metal vocalist for the band Suicide Silence. And he died in a motorcycle accident. I believe he was 28 when it happened. He's from Riverside. So that's kind of cool. I'm not from Riverside, but it's not far either. So shout out Riverside. Um. And I had this tattoo artist that I used to work with when I was in uh, at McDonald's when I was like a 16-year-old kid, you know? And and she's tattooing me. And keep in mind, I, I, I just finished being really sick. So I, I had gotten better, but I'm still, it was still lingering, you know, when you're better, but you still feel the lingering symptoms. And I'm getting tattooed and she's talking to me about like, oh, how you been, blah, blah, blah. And then she says... Hey, like, you you changed a lot. Like, you seem nicer now. You seem happier now. And I was like, what? Like, and she was like, yeah, like, you were kind of mean to me. Um, And that kind of blew my mind because I always thought myself as a nice guy, but I always knew I was grumpy, right? Um, I think a lot of times I was angry at the world and I was scared. It was fear a lot too, you know, the uncertainty of what might happen. And it would get to me. It would get to my little 16-year-old brain, 17-year-old brain. 
But that's not an excuse to treat people like shit. So she told me how I was really mean to her and I treated her like shit. And uh, she's telling me like, yeah, like you were really mean to me, blah, blah, blah. Like, like, oh, I used to like, like kind of dread, dread working with you. Right. And I apologized. I, I when we were done, I was like, hey, um, I apologize. Like, that's not me anymore. Um, if it matters. Right. And uh, she actually like hugged me afterwards. And uh, it was and I was like, wow, like that kind of taught me like. You never know how you affect someone, how you treat them, you know, and that was like me learning. I felt like that was me hugging 16 year old me, you know, where I was like, oh, shit, like I was a freaking dick, like. And that's not cool, man. And someone farted really loud on the other side of this wall and it ruined the whole emotion, emotional aspect of this bit. But anyway, I don't even know why I'm bringing this up. We were talking about free samples to this. Uh, basically, what I'm saying is when I had said, oh, back then I was really shameless and I was really like I had that adventurous thing, you know, like not being embarrassed about free samples and shit and openly being pumped about them without worrying about what people think. I feel like throughout life. Life kind of fucks that up. And it makes you feel like defensive and then you get angry and then you have fear, which makes you even more angry because fear is anger in a way. And that was really nice that uh, she was able to forgive me because I was I now that I remembered it, I was like, wow, I was a fucking dick to this person. And that's not cool. And it's probably not the only person I was a fucking dick to. Um, And it's not like I was always a dick, right? I've, I've been nice to people, too, but. Anyway, that was kind of cool. I feel like I made peace with something right there from my past, even though it was such a small part of my past because McDonald's was not my life. Um, But it was really nice making peace. So definitely. Let's not. Let's not be too prideful, guys, you know, let's do that. So anyway, yeah, PlayStation, let us play classic games because that's bullshit. Also, too, let me know, guys, my brother in law played all of Elden Ring, right? He beat Elden Ring, which I never played Elden Ring, but I know it's a hardcore gamer type of game, right? So this guy beats Elden Ring, and after that, he's like, oh, I heard this podcast. I think it was busting with the boys. If it's them, shout out to them. If it's not, shout out to them either way. Geo, I might be wrong. And he was like, and one of them was saying like, oh, while he was injured, he played Red Dead 2 and he was so into it. And I was like, dude, I got Red Dead 2. I'll let you fucking borrow it. I let him borrow it. And at first he was like, oh, it's so slow, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, oh, he'll, he'll get through it. He'll get through it. This guy fucking gives it back to me. Basically gave up on the game and never even got started. And I'm like, And he got started, but I mean, like, he never got into it. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And, and it blew my mind. I just saw the copy right here. I'm looking at it right now. And I was like, how the hell does this guy have the patience to play Elden Ring? But he doesn't have the patience to play Red Dead Redemption 2. That's fucking crazy to me. And he's not an idiot, right? He's one of the smartest people I know, actually. Um, so it's not like he has no attention span. He definitely does. But that really blew my little mind. 
Uh, let me know. What do you guys think is a better game, Elden Ring or Red Dead Redemption 2? I think Red Dead 2, but I've never played Elden Ring. But I think Red Dead Redemption 2 is just a masterpiece that people will talk about in 50 years. Um, but yeah. Next question. Next, next question. Whew. Since you guys are podcasters and see you guys not having regular jobs, what is one tip? Or advice to somebody who wants to escape the regular working world. So the thing with this is that I haven't done it yet. I still have a job, right? I'm in sales. I still have a job. Um, so it's kind of hard for me to answer that question. I will tell you what we're doing currently. And that is working on our schedules and releasing content every week. You know, like right now, I didn't want to fucking record at 1139 p.m. by myself in a dark fucking room. Um, and not only that, when I realized I had to record today, I made the effort to get sub uh, topics and stuff like that because I didn't want to go in blind because if I'm just recording to record then that's bullshit. So what I mean is consistency, right? Every content creator will tell you that the magic C word and it ain't cash and it's not creative. It's consistency, which we have been doing right. Monday, 5 a.m. Cool. Uh, branching out is the next step and we are working on something when it comes to our schedules. I can't really say what because it's not my thing to say, but I think once we get our schedule set, like in our work lives, boom, it's going to be like tunnel vision. So my advice to you is just be consistent and believe in what you're doing. And also ask yourself is what I'm going to be doing. Will it be hot in five years? Will it be relevant in 10 years? Will I be able to make a living with this, right? It's like a lot of the prank channels on YouTube, like pranks are dead. It's over. Vitaly is a retired cokehead that has no money. And he sometimes comes out with other streamers that are way younger and way richer than him. Roman Atwood, I don't think anyone gives a fuck about him anymore. I don't think he's anybody in LA anymore. And I'm being respectful. It's kind of a fact. So wonder, ask yourself that, will what I'm trying to get into be relevant in five years? For example, us with podcasting, I think podcasting is still the future. I think radio is taking a back step to podcasting. So I'm confident in that what we're doing will be relevant in 10 years, which is why we're doing it. So you got to ask yourself that too. Um, the tough question you got to ask yourself is, am I good at this? Are you good at this? Can you get better at it? If you're not good at it, can you get better? Because sometimes I do see people bite more than they can chew. I've seen a lot of people that, God bless their souls, they'll become car salesmen, right? And they'll get their camera and they'll put it on Instagram and A for effort, right? And they'll be like, hi, I'm Javier from Downey Toyota. Are you interested in a brand new Tundra? Wow, look at this beauty. Fully loaded with sunroof at 25 miles per gallon. So come on down to Downey Toyota. Like, maybe that's not for you, bro. Maybe that's not a career you should do. Because I can already see you're not good at that. Or you have not even one thing that you're good about that. So that too. I see a lot of real estate people too, like. Are you interested in this brand new, beautiful home in Long Beach? 
Come on, let me show you inside. This is the bedroom. This is where the magic happens. Like you're bad at that. Like don't do that. Like you know what I'm saying? Uh so that's a good question you have to ask yourself. Will will I be good at this? And if I'm not, will I be able to get good at it? That's a tough question to ask yourself and it's an even tougher question to answer. Nevertheless, um just keep it going, man. And maybe you will be able to do that. Wow. So, you know what really fucking pisses me off? Saudi Arabia. All those fuckers that have fights there or have matches there, they're not even, I feel like they're there because, like, they're forced. Like, you think Ronaldo really wants to go fucking see those whack-ass boxing matches there? Like, I don't think so, you know? Like, you think Ronaldo actually wanted to go see Tyson Fury versus Nkanu? Like, I don't think, I guarantee you they will leave. Players will start leaving. It was like that moment where in China, they were offering great contracts to soccer players. And then, like, five years later, everyone was leaving. Because money is money. But also, do I really want to fucking live in Saudi Arabia where I can't even drink? Or Dubai, whatever the fuck? Like, not even the drinking, it's like. Why am I here? Like, these are not my people. You know what I'm saying? I truly believe as you get older, you want to be around your own people, which is why elderly homes are always like Asians or blacks or white elderly homes, and they don't really mix well, you know? But, yeah, man, I'm not a fan of the whole, like, oh, like, this is, this, this is going to happen. It's, as soon as someone's like, oh, this boxing match is coming out. Oh, it's going to be in Saudi Arabia. Oh, I don't care. You know why? Because I'm not waking up at fucking the ass crack of dawn at 9 in the morning to watch something. To look at the crowd and immediately get pissed off when everybody looks like the Iron Sheik in the crowd. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. You know? Not doing that. So that's what I think about Dubai. And if that's true that soccer players are leaving, I truly believe that once the big players leave, like Messi and Ronaldo, it's over. Those fuckers don't need any more money. They'll leave, you know? Like, yeah. Like, it's over, you know? But... I don't know, man. Anyway, guys, I really did enjoy talking to you. And please give me your feedback. How did I do? I honestly think I did really well. I think I shine in these solo episodes. And I feel like shit and I look like shit. But I did it for you guys. Because I did not want my off-topic army to miss out on content. Please do follow us on Instagram at offtopicpodcast34. Our links are in the bio for every other thing you need to see us on. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major platforms in the world. You can follow HT and I on our personals. It's also on our bio. And please review the show. The five stars really freaking help. We have like 56 reviews. Write a review too. Write a nice one too. Don't be talking mad shit. The other day I had to talk shit about... Um, actually, I'll tell the story. Actually, it's kind of funny. Um, a long time ago, I did a bit with H and it was like a Daniel Mac bit where he was in his Tacoma and I was like, I love your truck. What do you do for a living? And I put like, oh, the truck is like, like 45 grand or whatever. Right. Which is the bit is that it's not a luxury vehicle. Right. And that's the fucking joke. And then, uh, this chick who, <laughs> Coincidentally, 
the only person common follower was this other podcaster, and I'm not gonna say his name. But it's okay. And she was talking mad shit. A Tacoma's not even luxurious. Your whole podcast is a joke. Talking mad shit, right? For some reason, I let the shit go past, right? And then we fucking double, triple our followers. And we get way more followers. And then after that, I look I look back. I don't know why I was going through our post. And I saw that post and I remembered. And I had posted a screenshot. And I, and I, and I looked at her bio and it said, and I'll change the name to be nice. And she had the, her Insta, her son's name on her bio. And uh, it, let, it said Michael's mommy, right? I changed the name. And it said Michael's mommy. And, and, I, and I'm like, dude, like, your son doesn't even have a dad, bro. Like, you're raising a whole ass bastard, you know? Like, what the fuck, you know? And then, uh, which made me laugh. And I wrote, and I wrote, throwback to when Michael's mommy got really mad, right? And then, it's funny enough, this podcaster that follows her saw the story first before anyone. And right away, as soon as he saw it, uh, Michael's daddy messages me and he says, Hey bro, keep my son out of it. Like, bro, like <laughs> I didn't say anything about your son. I just said, Michael's mommy was mad. You know, like that's all I said because I do not attack children and children are beautiful. And I love children. Um, they are the future. So anyway, let's be nice to each other, man. Let's be positive. You know, Hey, it's fair game, man. My face is on there. You know, I, you don't think I get scared. That some fucker's gonna come after my family or talk shit about me or talk shit about people I post. But hey man, we put ourselves in that position. So I thought it was really funny that um that guy snitched me out, the podcaster, which is funny because Captain Positivity over here, right? But it's all good, man. I thought that was funny. That story is more for comedic purposes and it actually is real. So um be nice, man. Just try to be nice and I'll be nice back and you know, you don't have to talk mad shit. And it's okay. If you don't like us, don't fucking follow us. Odd Topic Podcast 34 is on Instagram. Subscribe to us. Write a written review. All that helps. And message H. Tell them what's up. Tell them I miss them. All right, guys. I'm Koba the Gorilla. And I'm H. And we're out.